Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast. And so this new moon coming up, well, July in general, is a month that I've been waiting for as an astrologer. So many astrologers have been waiting for this month. We have two eclipses in the month of July, and these eclipses are probably the most potent and the most powerful since 2017, probably. And so if you've been feeling heightened emotion, if you've been feeling kind of off, if you've been having conflict, if strange things have been happening, there's an astrological explanation for this. And please keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. And so if you follow Western astrology, you're going to find that the signs I talk about are a little bit different. If you want to know more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, you can listen to two of my podcasts or um, check out Google. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of really interesting information on Google about that. Um, So astronomically, according to Vedic astrology, the moon is going to be in the sign of Gemini. And a new moon is when the sun and the moon are so close together, the moon cannot reflect any light of the sun. An eclipse happens when it's almost a completely parallel line. So the moon is revolving around the earth. The earth is revolving around the sun. An eclipse happens when it's a straight line, earth, moon, sun, and the moon passes over the sun completely blocking out the sun's light from our view on earth. It's a really powerful, potent time. Okay. And again, this is really going to affect people who have a lot of signs in Gemini. If your moon is in Gemini, if you're a Gemini rising, um, it's a powerful, powerful time of deep transformation. And so that's our first, um, Eclipse. It's going to be a solar eclipse on July 2nd at 2.16 p.m. if you are in Central Standard Time. So what is a new moon? We just talked about what it is astronomically, but it's a time for inner reflection. It's a time for rest. It's a time for renewal. It's a time to begin again. It's like a seed of growth. It's at its lowest point of life, ready. The only place it can go is up or forward to begin evolving into something. So this is a wonderful time to set new intentions. And I feel like there's this very esoteric thing about intentions and we hear intentions and sometimes our minds just go off and it's like, uh, intentions (laughs) or, you know, for some people perhaps. Um, but it's, it's really, powerful and grounded. It's taking a stand for something that you want to do, something that you want to create. It's investing promise to yourself to complete something. So if there's been a new idea or a new project or a relationship, a thought pattern, this is the time to begin new moons. The sign is in Gemini. Mass communication, being analytical, humor, and wit as well. We can't forget those. It's also craftiness. Mass media, social media. This is kind of like Gemini kind of Rahu. 
elements of both, which Rahu is also going to be here, by the way. And so, of course, I talk about the sign, but then I always want to include the nakshatra, which is a more specific part of the sign. It's kind of taking up the sign, breaking it up into bits, and zooming in on a specific aspect of the sky. And so this new moon is going to be in the nakshatra of Ardra. And Ardra is a business person. It's actually represented by the deity of Shiva. And Shiva destructs. It causes chaos. This energy is about destructing things we no longer need. It's passion, moving forward, aggressiveness. And Ardra actually contains one of the brightest stars in the sky, so it's often referred to as the brilliant one or the bright one. Ardra is also, because of that drama that Shiva brings, that tragedy with destruction, it's also represented by a teardrop and tragedy and drama itself. And so we have this nakshatra, which is so passionate and so energetic, and it's happening in the new moon, which is this low energy time. So we see this dichotomy of energy. I highly encourage people to take rest. I encourage people to hone in on or tune into reflection or their analytical mind, right? In psychology or in um, any type of therapeutic work, it's called mentalizing. And in spiritual work, it's more um, reflecting or introspection. But it's essentially the same thing. It's taking time to look at the source of where your emotions are coming from. Um, This may be a time where old patterns are touched on or acting out of reflex rather than acting from our true intuitive, in-tune self, okay? And so again, in more therapeutic work, we're talking about patterns and habits, attachment issues. And in spiritual work, it's samskara, right? Pattern, addiction. Without clarity, we can't move forward. We have to be able to see an issue. We have to be able to name an issue. We have to be able to be aware of an issue before we begin to change it. And so with all of this energy happening in Gemini, there's going to be the moon. There's going to be Rahu. There's going to be the sun. And by July 2nd, there's going to be Venus as well. And so The moon is your mind. Rahu is obsessive compulsiveness. It's shadowy and strange and hard to pin down. The sun is our father and our soul and also the government. Venus is how we relate, how we accept love, how we give love, how we are in romantic relationship. And so all of these elements of our life are going to be feeling this eclipse And so it's always good to be aware. If something triggers us, if something bothers us, if our feelings get hurt, if we get angry, are we going to choose to react from a place that we've always reacted? That instinctual mind. Or are we going to take a moment, think about where it's coming from, and also remind ourselves of what's important? Are we going to let a reflex, which feels good in the moment, 
take over and potentially cause harm to the things that are deeply meaningful to us? I don't think so. I think that you have the ability to approach this eclipse, approach heightened emotion, approach getting triggered with clarity and with peacefulness, but it is definitely a practice and it's a muscle that you flex. And the more that you practice, the stronger you become. And I truly believe that this month, um, really this year with all of this Rahu Ketu energy going on, um, it's a time to reflect on that and to hone in on and harness your power because you are not a victim of your samskara. You're not a victim of your triggers. You can always overcome them. So setting your intention, knowing what you want to change moving forward, I believe that this is such a powerful time to that for, for doing that. And so what else is happening in the night sky? We still have K2 and Saturn hanging out in Sagittarius. <laughs> with Pluto. Um, we still have Jupiter and Scorpio. And what I would really like to talk about is Mars will be in debilitation. So Mars is actually in the sign of cancer. When Mars is in cancer, it's like taking a warrior, somebody who wants to fight and move forward and asking them to please clean the house or wash dishes or bake cookies. And they're like, wait, what? So especially if you're a Scorpio, if you have many planets in Scorpio, if you're in Aries or have many planets in Aries, you're especially going to be feeling it. It may feel like it's hard for you to move forward. It may feel like you keep on getting stuck or there's something that you want, but you don't have clarity on how to get there. Lack of direction, lack of energy. It literally may feel like you're heavy. Mercury will also be in the sign of cancer. Mercury doesn't necessarily like being in the sign of cancer. They're a little... Um, unfriendly with one another. However, I will say when Mars and Mercury come together, it's kind of like a lawyer mentality. These people love to argue. They love to pull up the facts. They love uh, disagreement and the opportunity to prove themselves right. So we have this energy happening right next to all of this energy happening, including the sun, which is the government. This month is going to be intense. We have the debates happening, which I feel like it's very indicative of that, the arguing, the debating with this energy of government. Um, I think that we're going to need to be very careful of communication, clarity of communication. If people are publishing truth, there's so much propaganda happening right now. There are so many messages that are certainly not true. Listening to multiple news sources, if you listen to the news, if you don't listen to the news, paying attention to what you see and what you feel. Maybe even what you see and what you feel from messages. I think there's going to be a lot of intense weather. Hurricane season is coming up anyway, but I feel like there's it's going to be a pretty intense year. And I think that there is going to be a lot of issues in the government. And I know that we've been seeing these things unfold. Um, the planets are laying just so to where this is a pretty vulnerable time for explosion, nuclear weapons, talk of war. It's the potential for destruction is there. And I'm hoping that collectively, we can turn this energy, make choices to turn this energy, use our voices to turn this energy to create peace, 
and love and connection rather than destruction. But we're going to see what happens with that. With Venus entering as well, your relationships may feel a little bit heated. It's possible. So be patient with the people you love and be clear about where you need to be supported in your life. Um, I feel that if people truly love you and care about you and you ask for support and recognition in a certain area, that most of the time people are happy to deliver it. And I'm looking forward to the next full moon forecast, which will be July 16th, so that we can talk about the second eclipse. Um, and what's fascinating is that this eclipse is happening in Gemini, and the next will be happening in Sagittarius with the K2 Saturn. So complete opposites. But it'll be something to talk about. I hope that this podcast was helpful. I have one coming up, which I'm so excited about. I'm interviewing somebody for the first time. I'm actually going to be interviewing somebody on Ayurveda and discussing how it is also applicable to Vedic astrology. Um, if you would like a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, which is up and running. Everything should work. You should be able to schedule yourselves. <laughs> Thank goodness. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.